Okay, Dad, are you ready to hear our new jingle? Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Okay. Well, let's go for it then. All right, after three. 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 Two. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now together, ready? Oh, yeah. Three, Three <laughs> two, two, one. one. <laughs> Let's just go. Hello, and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. Colin Bradley. <laughs> I'm just going to turn you up there. Um, welcome, everyone, to episode 64. How's it going? A brand new jingle, eh? A brand new jingle to kick us off. Well, I think yeah. it's about time we had a new one. Uh, yes, yes, I think I think so, yeah. It, it was very good, though. You chose well there, Stevie. It's very good, yes, love it. So, how's it going, Dad? Uh, okay, yes, uh, uh, another, another good week. Uh, but how are you? You had a bit of a cold at the beginning of the week. Are you okay uh, now? I am okay now. I feel a lot better. Yeah, I, I think it was after the tour that finished last week. Uh, mm. I think I, it was quite intense, and I think I probably just crashed a little bit, you know, because um, it's long, you know, uh, well, mm. obviously long days because you're working all into the evening and then driving back and things like that. So I think I was a bit run down, but I feel a lot better now. Oh, good, good. Well, you've got to be because you've got another tour starting next week, haven't you, you busy boy? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I start on Monday, I start doing a TIE tour, which is Theatre in Education. Um, Anyone that's been listening from the beginning will know that I did uh, this last year and it's come around again. So uh, it's another two-week tour, which is going to be really good fun. I can't wait. No, I bet you... That's one of the things you really enjoy, don't you? I do love it. I love it because... You hope that you're making an impact on kids' lives. You know, they're, they're sort of 10 to 11 to 12, no, 10 to 11, and it's a, a really nice age. And uh, you hope that you can kind of influence them. It's about drinking and smoking and things like that, and that you try to obviously put them off doing that. Um, and uh, I, you hope, because it gets a really good reaction. Every single show gets a great reaction. The kids love it. They really, I'm not just saying that, they love the show that we put on for them. And uh, you just hope that that kind of stays with them when they go on to their next school, their high school was, uh, or uh, senior school that people would know. So um, you just hope that it makes a difference. I think it does. I'm sure it, like does, it does. I'm sure it does. OK, well, uh, we've got a packed old show today, haven't we? We have, blimey. It feels like ages since we last recorded a podcast. That's right. And, of course, we ought to explain in case someone's... Uh, wondering why it's not quite um, as as, <laughs> as uh, good as it usually is. We're doing this on Skype, aren't we? We are, yes. It's, it's not as synchronised as it is when we're together. <laughs> as demonstrated by the jingle, the opening <laughs> intro. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, it's a lot of fun. It, it's good fun. It's fun for us. <laughs> it's fun for us. I hope it is for them too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, OK, well, let's kick off. You start us off this week, Dad. Um, I think you've got uh, a feedback for us. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got a question. I've, I'm going to start with a question. OK. Um, what it was, it was from Dale. Um, what it was, do you remember the Rustic Cottage? This was ages ago. Yes, the Rustic, the Rustic Cottage. Cottage. And I mentioned um, a 640. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up now, because other people maybe, uh, you know, new members who wouldn't have heard that, 
who go on to the Rusty Cottage and say, what's he talking about, 6.40? But I did explain, and I do explain in the video, that 6.40 was a colour of Carbrothello, and it was, a, it was an Indian red, although it's nothing like our Indian red of 192 in the Faber range. And Dale said, you know, what's this 6.40? Uh, anyway, I did explain it to him, what it was, um, and the reason I, I used the 640 is I needed a particular colour, which I couldn't find in the Faber range. Uh, sometimes this will happen. I must admit it hasn't happened since then, but sometimes this can happen. And that's the reason. So if anybody you know, listens to that and says, what's he talking about, 640, and goes searching for the number, I do explain that it is a Carbothella pencil. And you can still get it. It's still available. And I would say, although I'm a great lover, of the Faber Castell, if you can get hold of that 640, it's worth it. Right. If you can get hold of it in the art shops, get hold of it. Buy a couple because it does. It's a very unique colour. Oh. So that that's okay. uh, that was Dale. So Dale, I've already told him that, but uh, I thought it would be interesting in case anybody else, uh, yeah. uh, you know, has brought up the same question. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have to make sure that I'll have that written on the instructions uh, at the beginning of the lesson on might, might be a good idea on that, that course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, okay, good one, nice, nice one. Um, okay, is it your turn or my turn? Let's 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 take it in turns. Right, I've your turn. I've got something here in answer to a previous question: Are pastel pencil pictures paintings or drawings? I think we may have covered this maybe the week before last or, or last week, I can't even remember now. Ooh. So we've had a, a couple of feedbacks on this. Um, okay. I think, I don't know where we got these from. Were these from Facebook? Oh, I think I think there was a mixture there. Okay. Uh, once I've given you, but I thought it was interesting that other people have, have commented on it. Yeah. So Lisa says, I was told if you fill the whole picture by putting a, on a background, it is classed as a painting. And if you draw and colour an image uh, on the paper, it's a drawing. So that's interesting. That's um, mm. if you have a background on it, it's it's more of a painting. Um, as we've discussed this before, that they your pictures especially look more like paintings than drawings, and that's mm. you know probably is down to the background. You it is completes the picture. In fact, Steve, years ago when we were drawing, uh, and I had my classes, it, this question came up quite often, and people used to ask me this, and I and I used to say to them, well, look because they were hesitant in putting a background in. And I can understand it's 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 quite tricky, especially when you do it afterwards. Mm. And I used to say to them, look, if you complete the picture and you put a background in, you could consider this a painting. If you don't put a background in, then I think you should consider this a drawing. And I used to mention that to them. Mm. And I think that that's basically what uh, Lisa was saying. And I think this is true because mm. the pastel pencil, after all pastel work generally... Degas pictures, you wouldn't call them drawings, would you? They're, they are paintings. Yeah, yeah. And he uses pastels, so we use pastels. So I think if we can really turn that. Anyway, you've got some more room. There's some more here, yes. Yeah, one from Suzanne. On just, just on the same subject of that, actually. Suzanne says, the reason pastels in all their forms are classed as paintings, regardless of a background, is that they are pure pigment. If you crumble them and mix them with water, you have paint. The softer the pastel, the less it has mixed with it to bind it. The only difference between a stick and a pencil. Mm, that's absolutely right. No, so, I totally agree with that. Very good, very good. And lastly, Paul says, 
They class using pastels and pastel pencils as well as colour pencils as a finished artwork. They call it a painting. So there you, there you go. I, I wouldn't necessarily call a coloured pencil, normal coloured pencil, a painting, but, you know, why not? You can, you can call it what you want. Yeah. So there you go. Um, right. Over to you. Okay, my turn. Oh, right. Okay. Um, now, what I've got here, you know, we were talking about the how to store pencils. Yes. Right. Well, Barbara has sent me an email saying, I call it, I use a jam jar for my desk and store the pastel pencil I'm not using in the project in one of the purpose-built boxes. She also uses a wrap, though, because that's ideal for travelling. Mm. And also, um, Jade has said the same thing. She uses a wrap when she's out, um, you know, um, out and about. And interestingly, though, Jade also mentioned that she... she took her wrap and her Kindle to Starbucks. And while she was in Starbucks having a coffee, she put her Kindle on, put the tiger cub up and started drawing with it. Brilliant. How the about that? That's about fascinating. That? <laughs> That's keen, isn't it? That is brilliant. I mean, having your morning coffee and uh, especially with like a Kindle, it's, so, it's like an iPad, so mobile. Mm. You just take it with you, load up the internet, load mm. up one of our lessons, away you go, you learn them on the go. And she'd use a wrap. And she uses her, a wrap. But she doesn't at, at, back at home. So, right. it's, so it's basically, I think this was a general thing. Generally, this is what's happening. This is what people are, are doing. And it's a great idea. The jam jars are good. The reason I use a jam jar is you can see them. You know, they're, they're there in front of me. If I use, if I put them all away in a box, I have to get the box out every time. And it's not easy. Sometimes I reach for uh, a pencil and they're all, you know, uh, Colour side up in the jam jar so I can put them. The only problem with that is if my pencil gets too low, I use, you know, about two inches. You can see what happens. It drops into there and I can't see it. So I have to empty them all out. <laughs> you can't get I, to it. I usually stop the video then and rubbish through them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Good. Excellent. Yeah, I think that seems to be a general uh, idea. You know, it's it's great. I mean, do if anyone else has got other ways of storing pencils, another way that they use uh, their setups, then let us know. Get in touch with us. There's a, a blog post on storing past pencils. You can either comment on there or, or send us a message on Facebook or something like that. Get in touch. Absolutely. So I've got one here from Helen. Now, Helen has written us a lovely long email about how she came across the pastel pencils and she says amongst her email that you're the best artist using the pastel pencils hands down so that's nice now helen's considering taking up uh, a membership on our website and she's asked a couple of questions she said the lifetime option seems most attractive to me i'm inclined to think that in my case the current 80 plus hours of tutorial is probably enough for a lifetime but the human heart is ambitious or shall i admit greedy will any new videos be added on stream ever so often I ask partly because with another UK website, specifically Art Tutor, they have new video videos being added every month. Now, having said that, I must admit that they are not an exclusive individual website, nor do they offer a lifetime membership. In any case, I'm sure you won't deny me an answer to a simple question. I remain an avid admirer of your painting mastery. So, oh, thank, thank you very, you very much. much. Well, well uh, you are going to get at least one a month. At, at least. least. At least. I think last month we added four. <laughs> well, there you are. <laughs> so, uh, yes. We're, 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 the only thing sometimes, like at the moment, I'm doing a 
picture of uh, the two children. Yes. And I'm about a third of the way through that now. That's a long one. And, and when you put that up, that's going to be another four-hour job like the koalas was. Mm. Um, so really, when that goes up, one could say, well, you know, that you've got a month's worth. Although we never do that. We always put it on, another one on anyway. And I, there's so much in the pipeline that I've got lined up as you know, Steve, that if you stick, stick to one a month, uh, well, we wouldn't be able to. We'd have to put two or three. I remember you mentioned when you were down here, you know, we've got to, we, we're getting a backlog here. I'm going to have to put a few up. And that's yeah. what you did. Yeah. So I think, uh, Helen, have no fear. We'll keep you going forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever and ever. Run out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. Well, I hope that answers your question, Helen. And um, there we go. So over to you. My turn. Well, Lisa uh, asked a really good question. Um, what it, she said was, could you paint animals in watercolour and could oh. you treat them the same way as pastel pencils? Now, the answer to this is no, you can't really. Pastel, pastel pencils is unique. And if you know my story, and I'm sure a lot of people do know my story, I tried to do it in watercolour. I tried to do a dog in watercolour right from the beginning, and I failed miserably, but succeeded with the pastel pencils. The problem with watercolour is when you're doing something like that, you're, and she also mentioned, I might add, that do you use it in the same way? You know, do you use, you know, direction of fur and all this sort of thing? And I suppose you would have to if you were trying to create the effect, but you, you'd fail miserably with it. It's, it. it's just something that watercolour is great for landscape work, fantastic. But when you come to portrait work, uh, that is animals or human portraits, I feel that they're wanting. Now, watercolour artists will disagree with me on that. I know they will. And that's fine, but it's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Um can I also add, well, because, because it's another, this is another question that Lisa uh, sent me, so let me just put another one in here, yes. another good one. Uh, Lisa asks, can you fix a part of a picture? You know, when you're, when you're painting, can you fix a part of a picture so it's, it's stable and then you can continue? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, now you've got a problem with this because the fixative, you know, I'm not a great lover of fixative anyway, but if you do fix it, Two things happen. One is you make the area that you fixed um, almost like a board. You know, it's completely different. So when you add something to that, it looks completely different. That's the first thing. But worse than that, when you fix it, you've got two choices. You can either mask out the area you haven't fixed, okay? Can you just imagine that? Mask it off so that you only fix the area you want to fix. Or you don't mask it off and you spray the thing which will eventually go over the pastel paper as well. Oh, sorry. So, Hold on a second. Oh, all right. You can answer that, Steve. Back. Okay, thanks. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? <laughs> you can either mask a picture. So when you sprayed your picture, you've got the uh, fixative over your um, pristine part of your pastel paper. You see what I mean? Mm. And when you go to put your pastel on that, it will not react in the same way that it would have done had you not done it. It would be crisper and you would lose the advantage of having the pastel paper. 
So really, that was a long answer, but the short answer to it is no. (laughs) (laughs) I like the fact that you could have done the short answer first. (laughs) Well, I have to explain it. It's no good just saying, no, you can't, sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, All stop. It's got to be a reason. you've You've got to explain it. The reason I know this so well is I tried it. When I first started out, I actually thought, because I was fixing pictures then, I was using Carbatello, which is not hasn't got the same pigment as the Bain Castell. So I used to use, uh, I used to fix it. And it, it was, oh, disasters. I had some disasters, I can tell you. So that's why I'm saying, no, don't do it. It won't work. Great. Okay, well, that's very justified. And uh, mm. it's your experience as well. So that's good. Mm. Okay, well, let's dive on to my side. Uh, I've got a SpeakPipe message from Jade. She's left us a voice message on our website. So let's roll Jade. Hello, Colleen and Stephen. This is Jade from New York. First of all, I would like to say how much I am enjoying being a member. I joined a few days ago and I'm having a blast. I'm already on my fourth portrait beginning the fifth one and I am really having a great time and thank you Colin your teachings are amazing and I really love the quality of the videos it's almost like you are right here next to me in my studio anyways I was listening to one of the podcasts I think it was podcast 59 where Stephen said that we can actually suggest what um subjects we would love to see you creating for us and I really would love to paint a hawk that would be such a dream if I could paint my favorite bird so I guess I'm looking forward to that day when you do give us a hawk or even an eagle thank you so much and have a wonderful day lots of love bye-bye there you are thanks Jade for that message yeah so I've got to answer that question now you've got to really yeah (laughs) well the good news is we are going to do not necessarily a hawk, but something similar to a hawk very soon. Ooh. I would say that it's on the cards. Once I finish the two children, we'll be looking at another animal. And I've got two animals which I want to do. And one of them is going to be a similar to a hawk. Now, I mustn't give too much away because Stephen doesn't like me to do this. But no. <laughs> it's all there on the card so i'm sure jade will be through to bits with that yeah yeah it's great it's, it's... but that's a fantastic thank you so much for that voice message it's it's great to hear from you and i i, I hope more of you will do this and be a part of our show which is great yeah great so jade sent us a, a message a written message she commented on one of our blog posts about signing uh pictures i think it was a blog post to do with that but she's written is there any particular place that is best to sign the portraits i seem to be struggling with that as i'm not sure how prominent my signature should be Mm. so far i haven't signed any of my animal portraits okay well again this is a great question and it's got a little bit of a long-winded answer to it as well Generally speaking, it's up to the personality of the artist, I would say, as to how dominant it should be. I've seen artists that splash it across the picture and in a really prominent space. Well, once that happens, when I see that, it kind of tells me that this artist is a little bit egotistical. You know, I'm sorry about that, but that's how it looks to me. I prefer to be discreet. And what I do is I put mine at the bottom 
uh, of a picture always, whether it's it's never in the middle or uh, I don't think I've ever put a, a signature in the middle, but it's either to one side or the other in the bottom of the picture. What I do, actually, everybody, and you could do the same thing, is when you finish a picture and you think, now, either I haven't, I'm not going to mount it at the moment, but uh, try to mask it off as though you were going to mount it. And at the bottom, you'll see that there's going to be uh, you know, the area, either left or right, that you could use and put your signature in. If it's a dark area, then you could use a, a very sharp white pencil to put it in. But usually I try to make provision for that by making a lighter area somewhere so I can put a darker. I, I always, if I'm using pastel pencils, I always use a pastel pencil to sign with, always. I always use the medium that I'm using to sign with. So therefore, I put the put the picture. Now, I use it with this mount on your picture. You can then judge about a quarter of an inch up from the bottom. From the side, it doesn't matter so much. It's the bottom of the picture. The reason I say that is because so often, if you just sign your picture and you, and you without this kind of provision, when you come to frame it, very often you've either got to frame too much of it because you've put your... Uh, signature too far down. I mean, you can get out of it by putting it in again, but, you know, it's a bit, bit fiddly, that. So this is the way I do it. I kind of work it out before I put my signature on where the best place to put it is. And it's usually at the bottom, quarter of an inch up from either side. Great. I think that's... Uh, I think that's... Can you... Did I explain that? I think, yeah, that sounds sounds great. Right. It made sense to me. There's a reason as well you don't date your pictures, isn't there? Uh, absolutely. Yes, that's another good... Uh, uh, thanks for bringing that up. The reason I don't date it is I was told many, 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 many years ago not to do it because I had... Up to that time, I'd put the dates on. My Polpero picture in the lounge has got 1987 on it. I can't do any... I, I didn't do anything about that, but since then, uh, I haven't dated them. And this chappy told me, don't date them, because if you ever want to put them in the exhibition uh, and it doesn't sell, then you want to put another exhibition, it doesn't sell, and it goes on for a few years, people will know that it's an old picture, mm. you know, and maybe it kind of ha could have a detrimental effect to the picture itself. It depends on how you feel about this. Uh, I was selling pictures, so I was a professional artist, so I felt that that's absolutely right. So you could pick up a picture of mine in uh, a gallery or, and it wouldn't have a, a date on it. Therefore, you wouldn't know how old it was. Yeah. It could be could have been painted yesterday. It could have been painted three years ago. It kind of puts a seal on it, which is not a good idea, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. However, I've got to say that all the masters did it. They all put the dates on. And I suppose if if in about 100 years from now someone picked up one of my pictures at, in an antique show and said, no, no, this is Colin Bradley. Oh, yes, no, he was around, mm, but it's not dated, so... Mm, <laughs> it's yeah, worth so, nothing. Do you yeah. I mean? But yeah. to be honest, folks, I, I, I don't really care about that, you know. I'm not really that, that, that way of thinking. I'm hoping my pictures will last that long, but yeah. that doesn't worry. So that's the reason I don't do it. That mm. doesn't mean to say... You can't, don't do it. You can do it. Interesting. But I don't. It's great. It's great hearing your opinions on that. It's really interesting. Mm. Okay, good. Well, I hope that answers your question, Jade. Let's dive over to your your side now. What have you That's done? my side again. Okay. 
Well, one of the things, uh, this is a feedback more than it is um, a question, Steve. It was from uh, Claudia. And she said, hi, Colin, I've completed the white horse about a month ago and gave it to my husband as a gift, as horses are one of his passions. I know it's not perfect and I can see lots of mistakes, but he loved it and wanted to frame it. And I thought you'd enjoy seeing it. So what she'd done, she sent me a the picture framed up and it looks absolutely stunning wow. in a lovely wooden frame. And although Claudia said that, you know, you can see mistakes, I couldn't see any. One of the problems you have with this, you see, is when you're doing a picture, you see these mistakes. You know where you've gone wrong. People viewing it don't see that. Mm. It's a bit like you, Steve. You know, we've often discussed, I said to you, how did it go last night? And you say, yeah, well, you know, I did this and I made this and I said this and so on. And I can say, well, you know, people don't see those mistakes unless they are blatantly obvious, you know. Yeah. Like the other day when, you know, somebody walked past and knocked the wine off the table. They? <laughs> yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sort of thing you can't cover up. But, you know, a general, if you're if, in any uh, audio, you know, any narration, you, you don't, people don't pick these. And it's the same with paintings they don't see these mistakes unless it's glaringly obvious mm. so i think you ought to take heart really all you people out there to if you do a picture and you are happy with it and people say oh it's that's really really nice take their word for it not yours and uh, anyway claudia goes on to say thank you for your beautiful tutorials you're a fantastic teacher so lovely. there we are. Lovely. Thank, uh, take care. It's really, really nice. And it's lovely with people. We, we get so many lovely things said. And, but, uh, you know, and it gives me a chance, really, when I read something like this to, you know, elaborate on it a bit. Yeah. Great. Oh, that's so really that's good. A, that was a nice one. Thanks for that. So I've got, we've got to give a birthday shout out. It's birthday oh. today. It's, uh, well, Do you want us to sing happy birthday? Sing <laughs> I don't think they'd want that. that. <laughs> um, it's Rachel who just joined up to be a member on our website, a lifetime member. And she said it's uh, her birthday in a few days time. So it either be perhaps today or the weekend. And I said, we'd give you a birthday shout out. So happy birthday, Rachel, from me and you. And me too. Happy birthday, Rachel. And welcome to uh, Colin Bradley Art as a member, as a lifetime member. Yes, lovely. Well, she just ordered some more pencils, loads more pencils, so she's going to be hard at it. Excellent. Excellent. That's great. So, what else have you got? Have you got anything else? I don't think I have. I think I've... Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I have. There's one down tucked down at the bottom here. Um, Don asked, actually, can, can you let on, tell, tell him how I did the fur on the koalas he wanted to know how i did it ah. well you have to really you can't explain something like this that's almost impossible it's better to watch the koala once the uh, either we, we've got enough of it i think seen on the um the website that clip you put on youtube yeah uh, but it's, it's not the whole story. Um, the best part of this, from my point of view, it's only from my point of view, is the ear. The, uh, we put it on Facebook a little while ago, didn't we? The ear and mm. part of the fur. That ear was incredible. And I felt then that we'd, re we'd push the pastel pencils as far as it would go because they really, really did a stunning job. 
Unfortunately, Don, if you're not a member, you're not going to be able to see that because that's only going to be on the member site. That came after the clip that uh, you put on. Uh, but any members out there are going to see magic. And I promise you it's going to be magic. It was magic when I did it. And But how do you, how do you explain? How do I get to explain how this you know, yeah, it works? Are. It's like a little twiddle. That's all I... I usually use that word, twiddle. Yeah. Or the Bradley squiggle, I remember. Years ago, people used to say, oh, it's a Bradley squiggle, and it became a catchphrase. Did it? Interesting. Because that's all I can describe it as. It's a little squiggle. uh, But you've got to rely on the fact that you're developing, um, you know, the build-up is the light to dark, but you mustn't put too much light on, otherwise the the medium colours are going to put too... Um, sad against it so you've got to get the, the tones just right as you develop them and then you've got the little squiggle, the little squiggle. experience really I suppose really goes to, to do something like that and one of the great things about what we can do we can show it on video so you see it close up and you see exactly how it's done we know it works because we get some stunning pictures come through to us mm. pictures I wouldn't have thought people could have done years ago, but actually they can. And I think it's only because they can see this close-up imagery, Mm. which leaves an impression, and they can play it back and do it again, play it back and do it again. They can practice on spare paper. Practice in Starbucks. They can go anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. They're good. Yeah, that's that's a, a good question. And that koala bear's... I think I say this about a lot of your pictures and I truly mean it with this one. I think it's one of your best, certainly mm. in the top three for me, uh, because I think it's, it is pushing the limits to the pastel pencil and it's showing, I don't, I don't like saying stuff like this, but I don't see how you can better that kind of effect with a pastel pencil. I don't know. I'm sure you can, but it's, it's so extraordinary. And the, the feedback I've posted that picture quite a lot of places on the web uh, to various our various sources, and everyone's saying the same thing. You know, you can feel it. I can almost feel that fur. I can feel the love coming from the two. I can, do you know what I mean? Like I can, I can see the texture of the fur, and I can almost touch it. I want to give them a cuddle. It, it's all mm. the same kind of feelings, and that invokes it invokes that feeling in me. I feel the same, you know, and uh, it's just extraordinary that picture. Mm. Well, I'll tell you a story, if I haven't already told it uh, before, because uh, I have a habit of repeating myself these days. But the reason Bala Bear, for a long, long, long time, I've been putting it off because of that fur. I knew how tricky and difficult it would be. Mm. So sometimes you get to a point in time when you think, now's the time to try that. And I did, and it worked. But the thing is, folks, I never practised that. I just went for it, you know. I set set it up on the on the on the paper, and I didn't think. I mean, I thought in advance, uh, you, know, how, you know, how am I going to tackle this? But what you actually see, and this is why I like the the video so much, is you see me working it out. You, I I talk as I go along, and you know, the, the narrative gives you the clue that I'm actually doing this for the first time. Do you know what I mean? I know I tell people to practice on spare paper, but I don't usually do that. The only time I do it is when I work out colours. 
that I want to work out a colour band. I showed you that a little while ago, how I, I do that. Uh, but the actual techniques, I go for it. And it becomes, um, you know, as I said, the ear, when you get to that ear, folks, it's going to be a little while yet, but when you do get to see it, marvel at how good the pastel pencils are to be able to produce that um, combination of pinks and greys. It's the, it's the link between those two, yeah. the inside and the outside of the ear, and the harmony that goes... It's That bit is was me, the, the, the ultimate... Yeah. And you're right, I, I don't know whether I can. I'm sure I can. But I said that about the children. When I'm doing these children, the, the children's faces, and and I've done hand. Um, did I send you the picture of the hand, Steve? I think I did. Um, don't know if you did, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, I've done a hand. And hands are tricky things to do anyway. Mm. Hands of a child is really hard because you haven't got the the lines that you have on um, adults. So I had to make these sort of, you know, like puffy fingers they have. Yeah, very, yeah. Very pretty hands they had. And you know what? I'll tell you folks now. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to tell you. This little hand that uh, is in the picture, there's only one hand that's, uh, that's prominent, has got cuticles <laughs> on the nails. Oh, my God. And white Oh, you know, on the top of your nail, you've got a white. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. He's got that as well. The little hand. And wow. it's the, the fingernail is tiny. So I did that. So, folks, you've got a real treat coming up. But I love the thing is, you see, people look at it and say, well, how, how do you do that? I do it because I love doing it. Mm. I spend a long time in it. I mean, you see me do it, in fairness, but I, I spend a long time away from the camera perfecting it. And so that people can see the, uh, again, just how good the pastel pencils are. Mm. And they are miraculous. They do a fantastic job. Mm. So there you are. You've got that to come, folks. Good. Excellent. That's exciting. I, I want to see this picture now. I don't think you have sent that to me. I think I'd remember I that. Tell you, I tell you what I'll do, Steve. I'll, I'll blow that picture up and send it to you, and you can put it on Facebook. Just the, the picture of the cuticle yeah. in the hand. And I'll explain to them. What I'll try to do is put something like a, a 5P piece alongside it or something that people yeah, recognise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll put it on and, uh, and we can, you can see just how big it is. It's a tiny little finger. Wow. I'll do, I'll do that. Wow, great. Excellent. Okay, cool. Well, I think we'll leave it there then for this week. I think there's a ton of information we've talked about. I'm going to have fun writing up these show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, all that's left to say is if you want to join our community and join all the other members and watch those koala and the children when they go up tutorials then join our website you can be a member by going to colinbradleyart.co.uk and we have monthly six monthly or lifetime subscriptions which you would have heard about on the show and if you want to get in touch and send us a message you can do so through facebook facebook.com slash colin1940 via email Colin Brad, uh, admin at colinbradleyart.co.uk or straight to dad using dad's email address which is colin at bradleygallery.co.uk or you can contact us through the website using the contact us page fill out the form and uh, click send and it will come to us keep the questions coming in keep the feedback coming in keep the pictures coming in at Facebook yeah uh, and 
keep it going. It's uh, it's all down to you, really. And uh, this is as much part of your show as it is ours. Mm, definitely. We wouldn't have a show without all our members no, and absolutely not. students. And, and a proof of the pudding is this week's show, which has been enormous amount of information that's sent through. And we haven't covered everybody, unfortunately. We'll have to, some I've had to put off to next week. Yeah. There you go. Okay, great. Well, that's it then for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your week. We got that right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting good at this. <laughs>